Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Just, I wasn't turned on sexually because I could barely, like, I didn't think of myself as sexy. I didn't, I was hurting, I was in pain, I was in agony all the time. I could barely stand up, my hair was falling out, I couldn't wear a bra. So it's like, it had nothing to do with you, the fact that I didn't want sex. It was the fact that I felt weak, in pain, and didn't feel sexy. Even when I wasn't in pain, I just didn't feel sexy. And so that didn't turn me on, you're 100% right. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. And by the way, if you haven't, be sure to subscribe. We're gonna deliver you a ton of value today all around one topic. And that topic is, in a long-term relationship, how do you make sure that you maintain peak levels of interest around sex? So here we go. All right. Kick us off with a question. Let's do and, it. And uh, let's see how we do. All right, hello. I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> it's just with an exclamation. I love it, just hey. like that. Yeah. I was wondering if you would let me know your thoughts on having a quality sex life after being in a relationship for a long time. Specifically, my husband and I have been married for 10 years. We have two young children, so our daily attention is on them. We have prioritized sex so that we have some sort of physical connection twice a week. I find that I often have a hard time getting into it, but after a while, it's enjoyable. Do you have any recommendations to increase the desire so I actually do want it more and get excited for those nights? Assume that my health is optimal and my husband and I are great friends who love each other deeply. All right, smart. So, hey, let's just get right to the stereotypes. So this sounds so self-evident. In fact, were there any, there were, she said husband, right? Mm -hmm. So we know that she's the wife. Because I was gonna say, I guarantee that's written by a woman. So the uh, old joke used to be, so Sting, the singer, it's funny to think that some people don't know who that is now, uh, he used to say that sex with his wife lasted eight hours. And so people were like, oh my God, this is crazy. These guys have all this crazy tantric sex and they're having sex for eight hours. And I remember thinking, Jesus, like that does not sound like fun. That, that is way too long. And he finally clarified. And he said, that was taken out of context. What I said was, for my wife, you have to like really get her in the mood. It starts like with flirtation before we go out shopping. And he's like, then it's being attentive while we're shopping. And then it's coming home and it's kissing. And then, you know, it, it becomes actual intercourse. And I thought, yeah, that makes sense. Like it's so different. I need a whisperer. Uh, you need only graze my groin and I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? Like, for real. It is like, I am just down for the get down. And, but for you, and I would say for women in general, for men it's the same, for women it's the same. These are rough approximations, of course, for some men it's different, for some women it's different. But just sort of down the middle, what are the averages? 
women need that buildup. And the, the coolest way I've ever heard this said is, men need to have sex to feel loved, women need to feel loved to have sex. So what is that thing that she needs? Is it attention? She needs to feel seen and recognized. Is it that, like one of the most interesting insights about sex I've ever heard in my life, is that women want to be, they want to feel sexy. They want to be the center of sexual attention. And I was like, huh? Like that's so foreign as a guy. Like I can't tell you how stupid and unsexy it feels to me to try to pose or be sexy. Like you used to try to dress me up for Halloween and things that you thought were so cool. And I sexy, wanted to dress up yeah, as an uniforms. inflatable samurai. Like <laughs> I, or a, a sumo wrestler. I want, Halloween for me is about funny. And you being sexy, yes, that I find really interesting. But me being sexy feels super weird. So it was like a really strange revelation to realize that you aren't dancing sexy or strip teasing devoid of pleasure for yourself and just trying to turn me on. You're doing it because it turns you on to turn me on. I was like, oh my God, like my mind was blown. And I was just like, what? Like, I don't need that. Like it, it, is, it is awesome if you're like, oh my God, I'm so turned on by you. I love that. But I would get an erection either way. You know what I mean? If you're like, all right, we're doing it for you. Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> thank you. You know what I mean? It's like. That's why when I was so sick and like, just I wasn't turned on sexually because I could barely, like I didn't think of myself as sexy. I didn't, I was hurting, I was in pain, I was in agony all the time. I could barely stand up, my hair was falling out, I couldn't wear right. a bra. So it's like, it had nothing to do with you, the fact that I didn't want sex. It was the fact that I felt weak, in pain, and didn't feel sexy. Even when I wasn't in pain, I just didn't feel sexy. And so that didn't turn me on, you're 100% right. Yeah. It is, it is really, so I, we're culturally going through something that I think is very confusing for people. And in the fight for equal opportunity and making sure that women can live whatever life they want and men can live whatever life they want, we have confused that with there is no hard wiring. And the reality is, as far as science can tell at this point we're 50% hardwired and 50% malleable. So your life is more changeable than you could ever possibly imagine. And yet, and I was just doing a, I was teaching a class on this and I realized, can you imagine the level of chaos that there would be in the world if every human being was completely unmoored from any sort of like, this is what humans are like, or this is what a man is like, or this is what a woman is like. And it is entirely, no, 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 I'm into electrical outlets and gravel. That's what turns me on, right? And you'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, the, the amount of things that we take for granted that are just like, we don't find baboons attractive. That already. The fact that you're more attracted to other humans than you are to other animals, like, that's hardwiring, right? So there is a level of gravitational pull that is necessary, like life wouldn't exist if gravity were too much, at least not like we experience it now, if it were too much different in either direction, we would just evolve differently. So society has gravitational pull. The gravitational pull of society is the 50% of humans that are hardwired. 
Now, when you fail to recognize that there are just things that are true, that we have tendencies, that's the best way to think about it. They are not hard and fast, but they are so predictable in their direction that when you think there's none of that, then the world becomes a very confusing place. When you go that there are heuristics, there are general rules of thumb, there is directional information, then it becomes a lot more predictable because you don't say, oh, the world is just like me. You say, oh, okay, she falls into a different category on certain things, and when it comes to sexuality, she falls into the female bucket. Of course, it's a, a spectrum, and everybody's different, and people fall in sort of one area or the other, and I totally buy that there is like gender identity, and people can feel very differently about that. There's, of course, gay, straight. So all of this stuff is like these overlapping Venn diagrams. But there are averages. And so once you get into, ah, statistically speaking, it's probably more like this. Like I would say that you are a very masculine woman in your energies and your tendencies, but it's still easier for me to understand you when I think of you as a woman. Now I'll bring that all back around to the question because I saw <laughs> the, the like eye movements there. It's like I'm a little confused. Yeah. Excellent. So you're going to push me on, on where you're confused. So bringing it back around to sex, recognizing as, the, as for her, right, because she's saying, I'm not even sure what to do. I would say once she's empowered with the idea that, hey, you're going to need rev up. Like that's a real thing. And once she understands, oh, okay, it's not weird. It's not unusual. The odds are that as a woman, I'm going to need some sort of buildup. I'm going to need to feel loved. I'm going to need to feel trust. I'm going to need to feel safety. Okay, All things that play into a female orgasm in a way that they don't into a male orgasm. So there's already that disconnect. So then it's like, well, what communicates those things to you? Is it me doing the dishes? Is it me making sure that the kids are taken care of? Do you need to know that the kids are with somebody that you trust? Do you need to know that the kids couldn't possibly walk into the room? Is it a lock on the door? Right, there are all these interesting things. Once you realize, I'm gonna need rev up, I'm gonna need to feel loved, I need to feel trust, I need to feel secure. Now what makes me feel that? Mm -hmm. And that's going to help her because she's not trying to overcome all of this stuff. Like, I'm tempted to tell a very funny story right now, but I have a feeling it would just be another layer of complexity to this idea, so I'll, I'll keep it on the straight and narrow. Uh, so understanding what those things are for her, the positive cues that lead her into feeling sexy, candles, flowers, like aromas, relaxation, there's something, right? Identify those make sure they happen so that by the time we get to the actual physical act of sex, you're ready. That was amazing. I, I confused you though at some point. Did I bring it all back around somehow? You did 100%. You totally brought it around. Um, so I agree with all of that. And I mean, the biggest thing, and you've said this already, is it's the transition. Like when I think about myself, when I'm at work, it's like I have a certain way that I act, a certain mentality, a certain hardness to myself that I, I deliberately bring to the table when I'm doing work. It's I put on the, you know, I have to be a boss, I have to guide things, I have to be a visionary, I have to be an executor, like all the, not even have to, but I am. So all of those take a certain amount of hardness to me. I cannot be a ball of mush. Like I, I have done that, that was my transition of going from a housewife to how the hell do I become a leader? And I've messed up so many which ways on that journey. But ultimately, it's 
showing up super confident, super strong, you know, um, not being afraid to just go for it, try things, fall on your face, like, and all of that takes a certain amount of mindset, strength, ignoring my negativity, Lisa, what the hell are you doing? Like all of this stuff, I, I battle that on a daily. Now, when I'm with you, I want to feel soft. I want to cuddle in your arms. I want your arms to like cut, you know, really encompass me. I want to feel protected by you. I really do. And I know in these day and age, people may hate that, but I don't fucking care. Like that's what makes me feel good with you. I like feeling protected by you. I choose that. So in order for me to do that, like, that's what makes me relax. And then I feel sexy and I feel, you know, I can dress up or I want to be the caretaker. Even being the caretaker makes me feel good and sexual. Like all these really? things make yeah, because it makes me feel good about myself. Hmm. Like I'm taking care of you. That's a pride that I have in myself. Wow. And so all these little elements to me build up for the moment of sex. And it's a, it's a freaking transition. It's like what you say when, you know, if you're doing you know, strict work, business stuff, and then you're being creative. There's a transition cost in there where you have to switch your mind, your body, the, you know, how you hold yourself. And so for me, it's been very easy in the sense for us to kind of go, okay, Monday to Friday is pretty much all work all the time. Like you literally go to bed with your headphones on. So there's not even a second for transition. But the weekend is my relaxed time. I've got a different hat on, if you will. And so for me, it's very beautiful and easy and comfortable to have just freaking amazing sex on the weekends. But the week just, I always found it difficult. I found it was more like a burden, another chore. I'm bloody exhausted. I've just spent 12 hours feeling like I'm battling the world and now I have to put on a different hat, relax, get sexy. It's like, Jesus Christ, no. You know, so I've just gone, that was too stressful for me. So if it was too stressful for me, like that's, that's the opposite of what sex should be, right? We mm. need to connect, we need those moments. Um, so that's why we've structured our week so that it actually happens on the weekends. And then that's also allowed us to kind of navigate work and everything we're going through there. And then also just making sure that we do have sex because we've you know, said so often how important that is. And it's really about the connection. <clears throat> so sex with Emily I had on the show and we were literally speaking about this and the whole thing was it doesn't even just have to be penetration it's the connection give each other <clears throat> give each other well, you the, let me say what <laughs> in the sense, this sounds like uh, going back to male and female differences no, so it's, it's basically saying like if you're not feeling if you're not feeling connected yep sex isn't just it's not always just the answer. It can be intimacy, and intimacy oh, oh, covers oh, oh, oh. massages. To, to create intimacy, it does not need to be penetration. Correct. I thought you were saying sex does not need to be <laughs> penetration. I was like, yo, we got to talk. No, come on, it's sex with Emily. Yeah. She encourages penetration. You keep that madness on your side. <laughs> but no, I get it now. So, um, so yeah, I think that just being honest about your schedule, being honest about your life, and not trying to pretend and then really implement like date nights, sex mm. nights, sex days, whatever. But um, being, I, you know, being aware and not feeling guilty, I think is a big thing. Facts, facts. We tapping out? That's all I got. All right, there it is, boys and girls. I'm telling you, we've been together for 20 years and the sex is as good as ever, maybe better because of the levels of trust and knowing each other and all of that. It really is wonderful. 
I have said many, many times, I'm a fan of love and marriage. I think that shit is real. I think you really can have it. I think it can sustain. It takes energy and effort and focus and insights, but damn, is it beautiful. So we wish that for all of you guys. Put in that energy, put in the effort, and you will be justly rewarded. Thank you guys so much for hanging in. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And until next time, my friends, build an amazing relationship. Peace out.